Today's episode is brought to you by Fishbrain. Check out the show notes to get a discount code and get 25% off your first subscription with Fishbrain. Welcome to another episode of the SoFly Podcast. Um, flipping the script today a little bit. Uh, my guests in the studio are Yilma Campbell. Hey, Aldo. And Mitch Doosling. Hello, thank you for having me. Uh, this is a really special episode, an episode I've wanted to record for a long time now. Uh, Mitch and Yilma are some of my closest friends and uh, really accomplished anglers. And uh, they just came back from a trip from South Africa fishing for rainbow trout in South Africa. Excited to have you on the show. Thanks for being on the show, guys. Thank you for having me. Thanks for having us. Um, why were you in South Africa? What brought you there? Mitch, do you want to go? Yilma's got on his Coca-Cola shirt right now. We were down in South Africa uh, making some uh, ads for Coke. Mm-hmm. So we to, were there on work. Yeah, we were there for work. Crazy. When was this? This was about three weeks ago. So like late April? Yeah. No, March. March, late oh, March. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. Late, late March, last, early April. Last couple weeks of March, first week of April. Mm-hmm. Folks. And, um, yeah. It's April 27th. It's trout opener in Ontario. <clears throat> 28th. It's April 28th. <laughs> it's trout opener in Ontario. We're recording in the morning, but then we're hitting the river afterwards. We're talking about trout fishing in South Africa, and then we're going to go fishing in Ontario for trout. Mm-hmm. It's cold. It's a cold April, though. Yeah, absolutely. Let me tell you. I yeah. remember last trout opener. It was like warm and nice. And oh, remember last oh opener? I got a tan. It was sunny like this, though. It was great. It's sunny outside right mm-hmm. now. This is going to be a great a great day. We're going to catch tons of browns. Yeah, I feel like we're setting a nice mood here doing for the sure. podcast first. Start a podcast, then hit the river. I think that makes a, a lot of sense, yeah. Take our time. Don't rush, you know? Yeah. Fish with confidence. Uh, yeah. All yeah. the above. So what was it like? Well, 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 let's back it up. So you went to South Africa for a... Ad shoot. Ad shoot. Who so went first? Yilma? Mitch, I did you go at the same time? Well, we, Mitch and I were supposed to go at the same time, but uh, as you know, this industry is crazy. And Mitch um, had to stay back and do another commercial uh, for another client. So I went first to do casting and wardrobe, and then Mitch met up with me and told me I was doing all my shit wrong, and then we corrected it, and everything was good. So <laughs> it, was, sure it was literally... Sure, our listeners would love, <laughs> love that. Too. It was literally um, just a, like... 12-hour days. It was a lot of work, but there was one day where we could just do what we wanted and just explore the explore Cape Town. And uh, some people went for hikes and saw goats and um, baboons. Mitch and I, um, well, a suggestion from one of our producers that we love, Sam Benson, she suggested we go fishing in the mountains just at uh, Western, outside of uh, Cape Town, about 40 minutes, 45 minutes drive. Um, so cool. And it was amazing. Yeah, it was a, it was a Monday, and uh, I'll never forget this trip. I don't know. Mitch, do you want to elaborate? Okay, well, we're going to get all that. We're gonna okay, okay, okay. But is that your first time in Africa? It's my first time in... Well, I mean, my ancestor. <laughs> it's my first time in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchy? Yeah, first time. First safe time in Africa. Safe to say that was your longest flight ever? Yep, 24 yeah, hours back, trip. 21 hours there. It Damn. was a long journey, man. Yeah. Very, Damn. very long journey. Oh, yeah. Worth it. Worth yeah, it. I mean, the flight down was amazing, too. Like, so... Yeah, Yelma went down earlier, but it's crazy when you're flying over Africa. Um, when you fly over the desert, 
like we were flying over the Sahara Desert, and I'm just like, Jesus. You look, look out the window, and it's just like sand for like five hours. It's fucked. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, okay. And like dunes and stuff. It looks like little, uh, you know, like, uh, actually, funny enough, Waves. it looks like the top of the cake. The deep oh, and delicious deep and cake. Delicious cake. <laughs> that the ad I was shooting. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I just, it just looks like cake out the window, and I just got off a set shooting cake. Uh, it was a great flight, though, because, um, <laughs> we got to fly business class, you know, right? Yes, Damn. As we were on business, we flew business class. KLM uh, first first classes or business classes. Pretty Did you get sweet. those little pods? Pretty sweet trip. Yeah. Little what? pods. The seats turned into beds. What? Yeah. Really good food, too. Really? On KLM, yeah. Oh, yeah. You flew... Ethiopian I, 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 I flew Ethiopian Airlines and... Uh, so did you land in Ethiopia first? Yeah. So well, have, what was that like? Let me tell you. Uh, well, Ethiopian... Uh, so the, uh, the airport in Ethiopia, that's the, that's the hub that people go to to go into different countries of Africa from Europe. I mean, that's the central location. It is legit airport. Um, I've, I've been... I don't know, man. Like, flying into Ethiopia was just something unreal. Everybody is just, you know, classy and, like, just lovely individuals and um you know the food was amazing we had authentic ethiopian dish for dinner and on the plane on the plane and i don't know it was just class all the way and it was just you know a great great experience nice yeah wow yeah <coughs> that's sweet i know i want to go back to africa i want to i actually want to visit um zambia botswana i really want to go to ghana um, Me too. nigeria yeah togo yeah oh my god egypt Egypt. Well, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. I, I, I Morocco. Morocco. Yeah. North Africa is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I would love to go to Ghana and um, Zambia. Obviously. Yeah. Zambezi. Yeah. Get on that Zambezi <laughs> River for some tiger fish. Or get oh out in the Seychelles. Oh my God! Get oh. into the Seychelles. <sighs> yeah. There's a ton of crazy, amazing fishing in, in and near Africa. Africa's massive. Um, like. Well, we guess we can. Do you want to jump into Let's like jump our trip down, like and, and meeting our guide? Absolutely. I, wait, how did that all come? Because Yilma, you were there doing some. After Sam mentioned that, you, I think you told me you started researching fly shops and stuff. <coughs> yeah. So Sam's like, yo, you should, you know, try to go fishing. I'm like, whoa, Cape Town fishing. You know, um, sure, why not? I never thought of that. So start researching. There's a local fly shop. Yeah, and I called them up, or I got my <laughs> driver to call them up, and he organized uh, upstream. Yeah, upstream fly fishing, fly fishing, upstream yeah. fly fishing, and um, uh, my driver called him up, and Richard answered. Richard was our guide. He's a you know fantastic, enthusiastic, lovely, intelligent uh, guide, and I couldn't have asked for a better um, better fr- guide. Is he from Cape Town? Yeah, he's from uh, he's from Cape Town, I believe. And Richard, you know, you can call back. I, I believe he's got Dutch descent, but anyways, yes, he was born in Cape Town. Um, yeah. I yeah, then I didn't tell the guys. I didn't tell Aldo. I didn't tell Mitch. I just said we might have a surprise when you get down. And Mitch comes down and he's like, "Yo, shut up. We're working twenty four seven. We're not going fishing." Yep. And we went fishing. And it blew his mind. So when you guys told me you guys were going fishing, I immediately went to because I saw some pictures. I saw some awesome videos of you guys <clears throat> hanging out in Cape Town and seeing like you guys were visiting. Like you guys were like looking at penguins and sea lions and stuff. And I was like, "Whoa, oh, so gnarly, man!" Because oh, you're right on because you're right <laughs> on the coast. And I was like, so my mind went immediately to you guys are going saltwater fishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, that's what I thought too. But it wasn't saltwater fishing. No. But we could have we could have gone for a yellowtail, yellowfin. Sorry. Oh, crazy. Yeah. So did Richard suggest going for trout? Was that his suggestion? Um, 
Or were you No, were you? I think I think no, I just wanted to do a stream. I don't know, I just felt like it. I knew that the freestone would have been beautiful. I knew the water would have been clear, you know. So um that was my suggestion. I mean it was, it was the same price, same gear. Oh, we could have done salt? Yeah, we could have done salt, man. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? Oh, guys. <laughs> no, it doesn't suck at all. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I just didn't know that was even a thing. Yeah, for, they for, guide for salt. For yellowfin? Yeah, for yellowfin. Whoa, that's insane. Yeah. These guys are wicked. Well, we'll have to go back. Yeah, we will. Um, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. But people say, you know, we, I shot this on iPhone and it's like, oh my God. I guarantee if I submitted the penguin shot that I took on my iPhone mm -hmm. to Apple, they would use it in a billboard. Yeah. It is an incredible, beautiful shot. It looks like a, like, it just looks unreal. Camera worked out well. Oh my God. I'm going to post it iPhone shots gonna be great, man. Yeah. I can't believe you guys saw penguins. We I can't were, believe you guys were in Africa. We like, almost touched a penguin. That oh, you could <laughs> have. That's how but close. They would have like bit your hand off. Yeah, animals. They were like right there. It was sick, man. Were I they taller or the same size as you? Same size as me, uh, shorter than Yama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> were they as cute as they think they are? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, yeah. they were. They're ridiculously yeah. cute. It was like it was an amazing trip. Like if you've never been to South Africa or Cape Town or the region, like 100% go. It's worth the flight. I mean, it's like just as, that's the, t the toughest part because it's expensive and long to get there. But once you're there, it's like super, super cool. And yeah, there was like I remember when, when we landed because uh, me and my coworker Cam landed really late at night. Got Love to you the, Cam. We got to the hotel and I saw Yoma and had a couple of drinks, smoked a cigar, and I was like looking at a tree and I'm like. That's such an African-looking tree. <laughs> <laughs> it was just one of those classic African-looking yeah. trees, and I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, the ground below me is Africa. That's whack. Yeah, I one of those trees that retain a lot of water. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I couldn't believe you guys were going to Africa. Like, okay, I guess you're just going to Africa now. Yeah, it was sick. And <laughs> <laughs> you guys were texting me from Africa. It's a huge production yeah. place. Like, there's so many commercials and movies and TV shows and everything that films there because it's like there's such a huge spectrum of um locations so you can look like anywhere in the world mm -hmm. and also like just like um like the work worker worker and stuff like that's cheaper like really good casting as well diverse super diverse, diverse casting yeah. so it's like there's just like so many like when we were there there was two other companies shooting coke ads for different markets mm -hmm. staying in the same hotel yeah. as us yeah crazy it was insane yeah mexican agency and us and, and the uh, US. us new york so yeah. it was like yeah so it's a hub it's a hub it's a hub yeah for production but the, just, yeah. the the remember that one day when we were eating lunch and uh, our guide was like not our fishing guide but like our um driver chaperone driver adam's like uh adam yeah hey adam <laughs> adam's the coolest dude he was like uh see that he's like, see that oil and it there that's australian i guess <laughs> but you know what i mean <laughs> he's like you see that island out there and we're like yeah he's like that's the island in um like planet earth like blue planet when you see the great white sharks like sniping seals off the surface, he's like, that's Whoa. where they shoot that. Yeah. I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. And it was like right there. And he's like, yeah, there's like tons of great whites around that. Like right now, I'm like, that's wax sauce, man. That's yeah. insane. That's crazy. <coughs> great white there's, block. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, a, <laughs> yeah. There's a guy with a flag at the top of the mountain just above the beach. Yeah. A lot of, a couple of the beaches, but the specific bay that we're talking about, um, watching for sharks while the surfers surf. It's like a California sort of meets San Francisco. It looks town. so like California. Eh? Yeah. Like the beach there. The people, how they act. It's very, yeah. Super West Coast. West Coast, definitely. Yeah. Really chill people. Yeah, a yeah. huge surfing community, right? A huge yeah. surfing community. Everybody's so chill, man. I did not. Oh, it was awesome. It was so awesome. Yeah. And I'm not speaking of, you know, like history, but just at that moment. Right. Yeah, it's a beautiful there. place to go now. At least from our perspective, yeah. I'm sure it's got its problems like anywhere, but yeah. the. A lot of the people we met, well, everybody we met was like just down earth, chill, relaxed, like 
total like surfer vibes, you know? That's it was, rad. It was yeah. really rad. Really cool town. Yeah. Yeah, um, I remember when I was in Venice Beach, they had the helicopters going 24-7. Well, maybe not 24-7, but <clears throat> during the day to spot mm-hmm. sharks yeah. or surfers. Them, yeah. Crazy. It's insane. Because they have bulls. Bull mm-hmm. sharks are apparently the worst ones down there. Yeah, yeah they want to eat you. Yeah, and they get huge. They get massive, massive, too. Like, great whites get massive, but, like, bulls get huge, too. I can't bulls... <coughs> excuse me. Uh, can't bulls live in brackish water? Like That's they exactly do. why, yeah. That's, That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. So, in the Zambia... Fish are crazy. In the Zambezi <laughs> River, they, you've got hippos, okay, which are insanely dangerous, aggressive animals. Crocs, right, which are also, like, super... Obviously dangerous, and then bull sharks swim in from the ocean all the way into the Zambezi River because they can live in brackish water. So it's like, <laughs> can you imagine fishing the Zambezi? And I'm sure lots of listeners on here have. And it's like, man, you guys got to tell us about that because we all want to do it. And it's like, yeah, it sounds amazing because we were fishing when we fished. It was like, ah, uh, when we were driving to the river, and we'll get into this stuff. But it was like, oh, is there anything we got to like watch out for? I mean, me and Yilma, like you know, like. Yoma, Yoma can run, but like, man, I'm a snack. If something wants to eat me, like I'm going down. So we're, we're like, is something going to eat us? And he's like, he's like, no, there's like, there's leopards out there, but they're like yeah, they smaller, don't. like ocelot type leopards. And you, you won't see them. If you see them, you're lucky because they blend into the rocks so well. Super rare, super, super rare. But I mean like just so secretive. camoed, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then baboons. And he's like, just don't show baboons your teeth and you'll be fine. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, I'm, that's the first thing I'm going to do now. Yeah. yeah. So come a, come across a baboon. You're like, hi, with yeah. a big smile. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the director that we were with, he was um, driving to a winery for the day and his his window was down and they saw baboons. And um, the driver was like, put your window up. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> they, they would have come. They, they're looking for food, right? They would have yeah. come right to the, the door of their car. and Didn't one come up to his window? They got pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy, man. Um. But yeah, it was crazy. Super, super cool. Um, and then wait, Mitch, tell us about the seals. Like that was that was a trip. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like it's like I was at the zoo. That's how that's what it felt like. I know, because like we're not around oceans, so it's like we never see this type of stuff, right? Like you don't get seals like hanging out at like La Points, you know. And they look like little pups. <laughs> They're like little dogs, they look little stray dogs. These seals, and yeah. waiting for fish guts. But but huge, like the size of this table. And if you can't see it, it's like a, like a seven foot, eight foot table. Like they're oh, yeah. huge. 200 pounds we uh, that same day when we were having lunch and we saw that great white island thing um we went down after and our guide was like oh yeah check this out like at the pier like there's seals that just lay there and wait for fish guts to come in and they we turned the corner and there's just like four seals just like laying and you could straight up like <laughs> touch them yeah yeah you w- i wouldn't re- i wouldn't recommend, recommend it, it? probably bite your hand yeah like because i don't know who you are what you want but yeah. you can get like at least you could like literally we were like standing Ex- like exactly next to yep. seals and they're just like sitting there like they're pretty sweet waiting for fish gets yeah like little puppies amazing like down at the port yeah. on the ocean next stop antarctica okay mm-hmm. <laughs> so nuts man jesus yeah so we didn't go to the tip of um uh south africa where the indian ocean meets the atlantic to get that experience but next we did go to the penguin beach though yeah we did which is like pretty close to that it's on the it's on the Atlantic other side, side yeah, yeah, the Atlantic side, yeah. but it's still like a point. Mm-hmm. So it's like you look out into the ocean, and it's like literally the next landmass is Antarctica, mm-hmm. just whack. Yeah, <laughs> I would live in Cape Town, man. The weather, it's it's comfortable. It's not too hot, not yeah. too cold. I mean, we went when the we seasons had, were changing. We had a great been, experience because we had drivers in like a nice hotel and stuff. Yeah, it would have been there. Yeah, exactly. Fall. Yeah, it was fall. It was just yeah. fall was just starting for them. April first, the Monday. Yeah, you guys wake up. Yeah, you call Rich. Mm-hmm. 
Call Rich. Well, so no, here's how it worked, okay. right? Because it was like, it. so Sam Benson, our producer, hooked us up, and it was we were gonna get up at five, and he was gonna pick us up at the hotel. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I met Yoma down at the hotel, and um, I have a funny video of Yoma actually just like staring aimlessly into like a wall, <laughs> just like because it was five a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the earliest you've ever been up? Yeah. I got up at six a.m. every it's morning. To go to the ever gym. Been up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we were down at the hotel so mad. at the hotel lobby and then our guide showed up we got in the car drove an hour out met rich he's a great dude um and he was telling us about like oh yeah so i'm like oh so it's fall so like what's the deal like are there hatches in this river like how does that stuff work like what's the ecosystem like blah 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 and he's like shut up like oh my god it's 5 a.m you know <laughs> no, he was like no he was like amazing he's like oh there's no there's no um the hatches sort of go on all the time because it's like the climate's completely different right so it's always kind of warm even in the fall like it gets colder but right he's like there's hatches all the time so it's like you'll you show up and once the water starts warming up the sun hits the river bugs start coming off and that's exactly what happened um these freestones so we were fishing in the mountains and freestone uh rivers streams they're pretty small um, they opened up at times, but mm. they weren't anything like, you know, not big, big rivers or anything. Freestones, classic freestones. And, um, yeah, the water looked unreal. It was super Crystal clear, clear. Yeah. and clean. And it was all coming, it comes from the mountains. So, like, the mountains absor- like hold all this, like, kind of water. Like, they have these water tables in them, and they, they just seep out of the mountains into the streams, which is crazy. Um, he, he, he's drunk, drank, drunken, drinking, yeah. drinking, juice. Water's clean enough that you can drink it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say that. Yeah, cool. it's super, super clean. Do you remember and, what the um, stream was called? Did it have a name? Yeah, it does. And I'm, I'm looking at the sign in my brain right now. It was a, oh, it was a bunch of, it was long. It was like, we could find out. Was it a super yeah. Dutch name? No. No, but the area was super Dutch. Right, let me see if I can pronounce it because <coughs> I actually. I'm just going to look on their website. Bear with me here, folks. It's all beats, right? So they break them up into beats down oh, there, too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it's all beat-type fishing. So you, you have to book your beat. Okay. Do you like, have to go with a guide? Um, no, but you have to have your license, obviously, and you have to be part of the um, sort of organization, and then you can rent beats yourself. So, you, But you have to go online, and you have to, like, rent out a beat, like, you know, sign it out for the day, and then you can go fish it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So... Not the name of the river, of the uh, stream, but uh, the area. Dutoikluf, <laughs> Western Cape. Is that how you pronounce That's it? Where, yeah, Dutoikluf, Dutoikluf. Yeah, I'm it's trying Dutch. to... I'm super gonna, Dutch. I want to look up the name of the river. So I can't remember. Fly fishing? <laughs> Local trips? We were definitely fly fishing. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, this just says the uh, the Freestone Rivers of the Western Cape. Huh. <laughs> um... Oh, yeah, in the Limitburg Nature Reserve. Interesting. So there's a couple of rivers up there, a couple of freestones, um, and we were fishing one of them. We were fishing about a two-kilometer beat, and we had the water to ourselves. And um, hey, Yilma, you're on the website. You made Whoa, it on the website. Oh, shit. Nice, cool. man. That's very Nice cool. one, man. Oh, high five. Nice. Look oh. at that. Yeah, but not my face. This is my fish. Uh, yeah, nobody wants to see your face, man. <laughs> <laughs> No. Um, so it's a couple different rivers and we were fishing this one stream and um, I was in my jeans. I was fishing jeans because obviously yeah, we you, didn't, we didn't bring, you no. didn't bring any gear, right? We brought nothing. We didn't even bring, we brought the day before we got some disposable cameras because we we're like, wow, we should get a couple like just like yeah. disposable for fun because we didn't have anything other yeah. than our phones. So I was fishing in jeans and, and Rich brought us um, just wet waiting because it's like you're, you get hot, like it gets pretty hot. So yeah. And then um, Rich brought some boots, so I was wearing my, my Freestones, my Sims Freestones, which yeah. felt like home, which was Nice, good. so he brought all the rods, reels, Everything. flies. Yeah, 
That's Every, awesome. Yeah, it was Lunch, my first time using the whole shebang. It was a four weight uh, Thomas and Thomas. It was. Was it your first time being guided? Um. Yeah. Second, yeah. Yeah. Second time. That was my first time being guided. Actually, yeah. yeah. I didn't. First time being guided in, in fresh water. Yes. Oh, cool. I never thought of that. Did you guys like that experience? <laughs> I loved that experience. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like Rich is a Rich is like Rich was a great guide. Super, super good. Really nice guy. Like so laid back, chill. Like yeah. just down for whatever. Well, you know, you just like feel like, oh yeah, like totally comfortable. Mm-hmm. What I liked about the experience with Richard is um, he doesn't make you feel like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. You know, he he trusts that you're knowledgeable. Oh, maybe because we were knowledgeable that he didn't have that sort of, you know, um, he wasn't watching us too closely. But, but he, he also had no idea too. Like when we yeah. started the day, right? Yeah. He's exactly. just like, we're like, oh yeah, we have a fly fishing pot. He's like, who the hell are these jabronis? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? And then we hit the water and we start like actually like catching fish and like we could cast at mm-hmm. least, you know? Yeah. Like, and he's like, okay, at least they know how to like cast, you know? Because yeah. it's like, that's a huge thing, right? Like if you're a beginner fly fisher and you're a guide, it's like, okay, well, I mean, this day is really going to be about like educating, right? And teaching them how to at least get the fly out. Yep. At least we could get the fly out. So he's like, okay, now we have the opportunity to like, do some sight fishing, actually like snipe some fish. At least we can, we have that. He knows we have that at least. Mm-hmm. So it was like, once we broke that sort of water, it was like, okay, that's good. Yeah. So what were you targeting? What kind of fish? Rainbows. Yeah. Whoa, Mitchie, your Rainbows. favorite fishy. My favorite fish, mm-hmm. which was really exciting because I was like, oh, yeah, we're yeah. going to go, you know, dry fly fishing on freestone mountain streams, sight fishing for rainbows. I was like, that's perfect. That sounds yeah. amazing. In that's the awesome. mountains of South Africa. <laughs> I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay, I guess these guys are just trout fishing in South Africa. Yeah. Now. Super rad. Uh, dry flies, eh? Dry flies. So it was um, interesting because when I, you know, that's why I was like, well, what are, what are the hatches like? And he's like, you'll just see bugs coming off. But there's this one type of fly that's like, it's like a, it's a fly they use down in South Africa called the rab which I th- I'm 99% sure means the red ass bastard. That's mm-hmm. what he said. That's what he said. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so there's a, there's a whole history on this fly that um, we could speak a little bit too. I'm going to open it up. Yeah, read it. I'll read some of it here. So Rich sent us like this article when we got back. We were like, hey, what was that fly we were using? I need to know more about it because like, man. So just, to, just as an overview of the day, yeah. we caught a ton of rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> like Yomani each caught like, like, like just an ins- like so many rainbows. So many. Yeah, I remember being like texting you guys and obviously there's a massive time change, but I was like, give me updates. <laughs> yeah, like and, beautiful fish. And too. then it was just like fish after fish after fish, like yeah. pictures coming in and I was like, oh great, they had an oh, yeah. awesome day. Oh yeah. 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 And like 95% all on dries, That's sight fishing them, they come up. It's oh just yeah. like, oh, That's so, so good. cool. We were hunting. Yeah, it was great. With the red arsed bastard. Yeah. It looked so cool. You know, there was like cascading waterfalls and like big boulders and like you guys were like hiding behind rocks and like yeah. making tight casts, but also like there was just so, there looked, there was so many varying. Yeah. There's situations that you were in, right? Absolutely. Like, um, it, it's funny because it, it looked like half tropical rainforest, half, you know, um, you know, northern sort of freestone yeah. stream. It was cool to see those kind of different um, elements. There's one area where the waterfall was where Mitch was casting some dries and it looked like I was in, I don't know, <laughs> South America and like uh, in the Amazon because just, just based on the vegetation that was there. I mean, so here we have like crayfish under the rocks. Over there they have like these crabs <laughs> that Whoa. look like they're, yeah, it's just, yeah. Anyway. Straight that, up crabs, yeah. Straight like up big, crabs. Like decent size, like the size of your hand. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, yeah. Instead of coyote scat, there's baboon scat. <laughs> there's <laughs> otters. Up. Yeah, it was. Otters, yeah. So yeah. You'd see uh, 
broken crab shells on different rocks, like yeah. a lot of them. And you'd be like, oh, that's where the otters. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we were in the wild the, rainbows. Uh, yeah. Wild rainbows. Yeah. Cool. Um, and they were um, brought in like 200, about 100. 200 to one yeah. to 200 years ago. Yeah. By the English. Yeah. The or Brits the or the Dutch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Brits or the Dutch. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Really cool. Yeah. yeah um, what else? Like, uh, man, I can go on for, for hours. I mean, there was there were parts where uh, the trees were so low, we had to um, bow and arrow cast. And that was my first legit bow and arrow cast. And right as, as soon as the nymph, because we were uh, dry fly fishing and also nymphing. And as soon as the nymph hit the water, right away. It was like my most like profound fishing moment because I did that bow and arrow cast like a pro. And as soon as it hit the water, boom, rainbow. Was that your f- finest moment of the day? What was your, what was your no, favorite my fish finest the, what moment? Was the favorite fish of the day? Was my well, uh, my guide. He was, you know, we were sight fishing, and he saw this like sixteen-inch rainbow from, I would say, about twenty-five meters away. Um, and he told he pointed to exactly where it was. I still couldn't see it because you know my eyes aren't that adjusted as as well as his. And he was saying, just cast it up to the right, okay, and let it just come down. And I would see his head pop up and look at my dry every single time and then the third time I casted it went right over his head he looked at it looked forward again and then swung back and just launched his oh. head right over it and that was and it was a it was a big fight because we were three three or four weight um Thomas and Thompson and I was literally Thomas and Thomas oh my god and I was literally um it was I don't know it felt like a 15 minute fight it's probably like 10 5 10 minutes but <laughs> it was so good because I just didn't want to lose it we were doing barbless hooks you know we were doing everything just proper yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just, you know, setting the hook at the right time, casting at the right time. The, the guy was just like in his glee. I think he was happier to see us fishing so well versus, you know, you know. Someone who's a little bit more of a grind. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. It, it was it was amazing. And then, uh, yeah, it was unreal, unreal. For, that was a first for sure. I mean, like last year was the first of first because we all did things for the first time. This is my first time. Fucking Freestone River, South Africa, and rainbow trout. Like, what the hell? On a dra- rainbows. On a dra- on a that's so cool. So well, happy. So happy. Mitchie. Yeah. What rainbow stood st- out for? Who's your little special rainbow? My, like, my favorite rainbow? From, yeah. From that trip? Yeah. From um, the day. Like, was there a moment where you're like, man, that was amazing? Yeah. So, there was, uh, we were fishing like this one section of the river that was um, really like overgrown. But there was a really nice rainbow holding, like just in one of the, like in a part of the river, kind of just near a, a couple of rocks. And um, the casting was really, really tough. And uh, yeah. Rich was like, "Hey, if you can like see that fish there, okay." He's like, "Hey, if you can nail this cast, and it's like we only got a couple shots because like the line's gonna spook the fish, and he's gonna take off because it's so clear." Um, and so I was behind the fish, you know, probably about like I don't know, thirty feet. And he's like, "Yeah, if you can, if you can just kind of lay it in between these trees and just kind of place it right there." then this could be like really, really, really cool catch. And I was like, okay, well, I'm obviously going to mess this up. Um, going to get snagged in a tree 100% because there's nowhere to cast behind there's you. There's nowhere to cast. But the stars aligned and I was able to just nail the cast and I popped it right up in front of him and it made a pass right to the left of him and the fish swam up, uh, looked at the fly, so he turned his head and then the fly <laughs> was coming by and swam up, sniped the fly. Boom, I had him on, got him in. And it was like a nice, you know, like 14-inch rainbow. And yeah. I was like, oh, that was sick. Because it was perfect sight fishing, dry fly, upstream. It was like, you know. That's for amazing. Rain, for wild, like wild rising rainbows. What did what did the guide say after you caught that fish? I don't know what. He said that was the top <laughs> three 
moment. Oh, of the year, right? Of the year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he because was it was so he was, technical. It was he just was technical. amped, too, because he, like, he was really amped about it working. And then it did, and he's like, oh, yes. You know, it was just a good moment where we're both just like, oh, my God, I can't mm-hmm. believe we actually did that. Mitch is humble, so he wouldn't. It was great. You know, he's just downplaying it, but it was epic. It was sweet. But the day was filled with moments like that. Yeah. It was just perfect. Like, it was just like this rab fly, I'm telling you, like, just works so well for whatever yeah, reason. It's a dry? It's a dry, yeah. Dry. And it's just like, I don't know, it just sort of looks like a, th- it's not that a, th- a thick, bushy fly. It's a pretty thin looking dry fly. Mm-hmm. A little bit of red on the back, tan kind of color. Um, but one of the biggest. Tony things. Biggs tied it. Sorry to interrupt. No Tony Biggs I is the guy that invented the fly. Who's Tony Biggs? I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> but we have it written. Tony. Up. We could talk more. I'll talk more to it in a minute once I just did okay. give it a little read. Well, while we're waiting, um, I lo- learned something. Like, I mean, I knew this. I mean, Aldo always said this to me, but I don't know. For some reason, it just made sense on this <laughs> river. But it's like we were dry, ca- dry fly um, ca- uh, casting first and getting the ones at the top. And then after the one, once they started stopped hitting the dry flies, we would then nymph and get the ones on the bottom. Yeah. Right. And it's just like these things that, you know, we all know and it's like common sense, but we don't realize it until we actually do it. And it's like, yeah, fuck. What? Like, duh. What, what part of it was common sense? Well, the fact that like, okay, we're catching the ones, the, the fish at the top with the dry fly. And once they're done hitting it, what else are you going to use to make sure that you got the pool? Well, you're going to use a nymph. You're going to go a little lower. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Diversify- I didn't explain it well. Enough, diversifying the Div- approach. Yeah, 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 diversifying the approach. Exactly. And it just, it's so smart. It's like when we're, you know, steelheading, you know, we're capturing every square inch, capturing every feet, every section of the water so that we make sure we hit every inch to catch that fish. Oh, my God. I cannot even speak. No, today. that was good. That was good. Yeah, you're right. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm just... I think it, the difference is like we know these things, but then to actually do it on the river and experience it. And, well, and then you know. when you're out of your element too, like if you're in, you're in South Africa, you're like, well, I know how to trout fish, but like, is it the same mm-hmm. here? And it probably is close, you know, yeah. but there are definitely nuances of, of a place, you know, Yeah. wherever you go, you're like, oh, I'm in Northern Ontario, this waterway is different. I'm on the credit versus the grand. I'm yeah. in South Africa. You know, what's crazy. So I'm reading about this rab fly right now. The red ass bastard. The red ass bastard tied by Tony Biggs. Tony. Is it red ass or red arst? Red arst. I mean, that's more of a, like, I guess, a British sort of yeah. influence way of saying it or, or South African way of saying it. Um, yeah. Tony Biggs rab, um, they say here, has achieved legendary status amongst Cape-based fishermen. Um, held its place there for a couple decades, but this article goes into like what it imitates and why it's so effective. And it says here that some people, um, that well, it says on local streams there's not really that many bugs that are a few bugs that achieve the size of rabs with you know modest dimensions and hints of red and stuff like that. Some people think that maybe it imitates spiders, like dropping from bankside vegetation, um, mm. or maybe dragonflies, which some of these fish target. That's interesting. Yeah, especially in like the longer sort of still pools where trout can kind of track them in the air. Um, but it's still up for debate. Like nobody really knows what the flies imitate. Also, oh, it's like an uh, it's uh, an attractor pattern. Yeah, yeah, it's an attractor pattern that just but it just like it just like slays like every every single fish we caught on dry that day was on a rab, and it was just like yeah they didn't they didn't uh, stop and uh, and turn them down. Like, really, there weren't many fish that said no. No. Flies. There was a few, but there weren't many. There weren't many. Yeah, I, really know you, cool. I know you guys, like, netted a lot of fish, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Did it get the sense that there, was, uh, there were a lot of fish, or is it like... How do I, how like I a healthy this? river? Yeah. yeah, I mean, but even if rivers are healthy, sometimes it's just only so much food for so many fish, right? right so, yeah. like, did it seem like there was, like, 
a crazy amount of fish or were they like did you have to like find them and work for them we had to find them and work for them yeah no there was a crazy amount of well fish. in the pool <laughs> no in the pools there was there a crazy was. amount of fish oh okay but okay. we there's par- 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 parts of the river we yeah. have to find them obviously but i wouldn't say it was a find and work kind of day oh <laughs> okay. we've I had see. find and work days yeah yeah no I, where yeah. we go trout fishing and come home with yeah. like a small brook trout yeah yeah and yeah. you know netted right right, and right put back but it's do you think uh, that has like it's all catch and release um yeah as far as i as far as i know okay yeah, yeah. Um, well that's great yeah, yeah. He's very and i guess the beats keep people like, yeah, a so. like yeah i love the beats yeah it's great well they have a whole they have something called cps which i can't remember what it stands for but it's um the cape town sort of like fly fishing association as far as i know mm-hmm. that's what it represents and um we can get more information on that and talk about it um another time but um, yeah, so it's sort of like this, it's a good community, I think, where people respect the water and they respect their fisheries and river, collectively take care of river it. River stewardship kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, total river stewards. Um, it's a smaller community too than I think we have in like a lot of places in North America, right? There's a lot of fly fishermen, but it's like, um, talking to Rich, I got a sense that it wasn't as like big as it is like even in Ontario. I mm-hmm. think we have a lot more fly fishermen in Ontario. Like Rich was saying, yeah, it's gaining in popularity fly fishing, but he's like, over the last five years, we've really started to see it sort of take off. Yeah. Right. Um, so, you know, I think it's just, yeah, the fact that the, there's, I think there's a lot of water that you can fish. I think that the beats help um, and people just like are respectful. Um, also, I, I think there's like a pretty rich history in fly fishing in South Africa. So I think just, the, you know, fly fishing in general tends to attract that kind of behavior, right? Right. Catch and release and taking care of your river. So I think it's just kind of the way the fisheries just progress down there. Now, saltwater, I have no idea what the story is for that. Like gear, people, saltwater fishing, like maybe it's a little more like ruthless. I don't know. But these streams, I got a sense they were well taken care of. There was, there's garbage on the, you know, early parts of the river, like any rivers. Rich says that once a year, the CPS and everybody like get together and... Stream clean up kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. And they go down and they pick up all the garbage. And it's like, man, we're just like, yeah, it sucks. We have to do that. But they do yeah. it. It's and, everywhere, um, yeah, it's crazy, but no, there was a ton of fish. <laughs> There's certain pools, right? Like this, that one pool at the end of the day. Oh my god, I didn't even think we're. I didn't want to go home. I was a gnarly pool, man. It was gnarly. Rich is like, oh yeah, like if I'm out with people and they're having a tough day, like I know at the end of the day, like they're gonna get at least one fish from this pool, because it's it was like so it was like. <laughs> we did not have a tough day. <laughs> oh man, it was like it was probably like twelve foot pool. Like it was a deep pool, mm-hmm. and it was big. It was like a it was a big big run, but it was right in this. You can't really traverse through it because it's just it's like canyon wall yeah canyon wall Hmm. so he's like all right well let's start with dries so i made seven casts with a rab and i hooked and landed seven fish (laughs) (laughs) like nice rainbows and he's like get them in get them in quickly so we don't spook the pool so i'm just like flinging them out of the water um and you know putting them back in there quick little releases because it's just like next one next let's see what we can do you know um I forgot what I was gonna ask. I was gonna. Oh yeah, like the average size of the fish, like for like you you're saying, like they eight. seemed all like fourteen. Well, no, no those not, are not this pool. Those were well, the whole river. So we were like, yeah, how big are these fish? And he's like, you know, like they're stream trout, right? So it's like probably anywhere from like let's say four to eight is like the average kind of thing, or four to ten, and then 
a bigger fish would we would call like 14 to like an 18 would be a really nice rainbow mm-hmm. okay out of that river gotcha we started the day with like 14 inch fish yeah and we were <laughs> like oh jesus like this is amazing yeah and then we our fish gets got smaller as we went on okay so it's kind of the opposite of how it usually works right right you start hooking small fish and then you're catching big guys at the end of the day we kind of went backwards which is cool because it's like those big fish right off off the start like right off the start like literally the third cast it yeah. was like I got a beautiful like 14 inch rainbow and I'm like, okay, <laughs> right on. I'm actually like, I'm happy now. Which was the best picture. Totally cool. Yeah. yeah. It totally also, really cool yeah, it also takes like kind of the pressure off, you know? Exactly. Yeah. You're and just like, you're like, okay. Whew. Especially you for know, Rich you too. You can kind right? of relax too. Yeah. 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 Especially yeah. for the guide. The jitters just kind of go away too, right? Yeah. 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 You're just like, oh, great. I just, I got a fish. Yelma got a fish within the first like freaking 10 minutes too. We That's were both amazing. like that? a beautiful 14 inch fish too. Rich, Rich said, okay, stop casting. Let's go over here. I'm like, ah, I'm going to just practice. And then boom. Got a fish. Yeah. yeah. Got a fish. It was so funny, man. There, there's a lot of fish in this room. <laughs> and you guys were casting TNT rods? Yeah. yeah. That's a luxury. Yeah, I know. Not a bad rods. rental. No. No. <laughs> like everything was just amazing. Yeah, it was perfect. And that was my first time um, wet waiting in a, in a stream. And yeah, it was cool. If I was fishing bamboo, that's and like a silk line, that's the only way it could have gotten more, like quintessentially fly fishing. Did you have a big old stogie on you? I didn't. Oh yeah, you did it. Uh, but I was in jeans, which is how they used to fly <laughs> fish back in the day, and just boots. Yeah. And then you know, again, like freestone stream, sight fishing dries, rainbows, wild upstream casting. I had my. It was Nike. like the most pure. Yeah, those disposable camera pictures of you yeah. in your jeans holding a trout. It looks like you're from the eighties. <laughs> yeah, I know it's so good. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So funny, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was gnarly. That one pool was gnarly because then it was like, okay, like Yomo was saying earlier, let's put on nymphs now and mm-hmm. we'll go subsurface. And then there's another ten fish. Wow. Yeah. And then it's like, you know what? Let's just put on this big like stimulator and just see what happens. Oh yeah. Boom. boom. Like, big hopper pattern. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. We probably pulled like twenty fish out of that pool and like. Yeah. 20, what? in like 20 minutes yeah. like it was gnarly yeah. what yeah. yeah and a lot of them were you know like like six inches but a couple would come out 10 12 and it's like jesus what this pool was so sick yeah. that's crazy yeah, it, was, it was like and the that water is was a lot of fish it was a lot of fish it was a lot of fish. water was i'm assuming cold like cold cold crisp. Yeah. cold, cold yeah. Crisp. blue like blue 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 yeah in the, this pool the the photos yeah my mm-hmm. pajama oh yeah well, we've got videos of yoma like drifting to dry and then got a fish yeah. you know yeah so cool yeah, it was fun. Guys, it's time to talk about a product we've uh, learned about and recently tried called FishBrain. With FishBrain, you can connect with other anglers near you, like and comment on photos just like Instagram, but with a fishing twist. You can use interactive map to find uh, new locations near you or find new spots when you're on the road. FishBrain's species recognition feature will automatically detect your catch when you upload a photo into the app. What? Yeah, that's some hardworking artificial intelligence, eh? Hey! See that in there, Yoma? Uh. Uh, you can keep track of all the fish you've caught over time, share locations with friends or not. Keep that spot secret. Know what we're saying? Yeah. Um, unlock the premium features with a one-time fee. You'll get access to things like Bite Time. What's Bite Time? Bite Time is the world's most advanced fishing forecast system. The system uses data-driven insights and machine learning to provide the best time to catch particular fish species, ensuring you're prepared ahead of your next fishing trip to land your dream catch. Damn, Yelma, you could definitely use this. No, I'm actually really good at fishing now. Those fish don't, those fish don't stand a chance, Yelma. <laughs> the fish do not. Catch and release, though, will you? Will you practice that for us? Do us a favor, catch and release. Uh, plus, with premium, you can get millions of exact catch locations so you know exactly where the fish are biting, when, where, how, all the questions answered. It's always good to go out and learn how to fish, where to fish, when to fish, what to fish. Um, a number of times without any help makes you a better angler. 
and a better rivered steward for understanding your ecosystem and your place within it. But Fishbrain helps you get a little leg up and makes the whole fishing experience a little more organized and fun. So why the heck not? Hey. Mm. Uh, hey. Right now, too, you can enjoy an exclusive Fishbrain subscription with a 25% discount over the first three months by redeeming our code, SOFLY25, capital S, capital F, no spaces. Um, we'll also include that promo code in the show notes and on our Instagram and Facebook page, so check that out. Sweet. SOFLY25, discount 25% off Fishbrain. How does it make you feel, Yelma? Oh, my God, I can't wait. It's great. It's a great It app. is really, yeah. We all, should use all jokes it. aside, this is great. Today is trout opener. We're going fishing after this. Yeah. Let's use it. Mm-hmm. A One billion percent, just to see what kind of little insights we can get. Awesome. Beauty. We'll go back to Africa and do... Zambezi. Yeah. Oh, good thing. Zambezi would be really is, cool. Oh, it's a perfect segue. Do they... So, oh. I... Nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a, a friend I've known since, um, well, for 20, 20 plus years now. And he is from Zambia. And his father owns a lodge. What? Right on the Zambezi. Why am I only hearing about this now? So I will be. Deja vu. <laughs> we will be. Uh, I already talked to him. Actually, I talked to him two days oh, ago. Oh, yeah. My friend, yeah, he owns a property on the river. He's a fishing guide. <laughs> The he owns Thomas. Well, and Thomas. I want. I, I want. No, I want. <laughs> he's to, Thomas. His dad's Thomas. My friend is a tiger fish, and he's like, "Come catch me anytime." <laughs> yeah, well, why don't you just tell us about your tiger fish friend well, now? Well, <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to um, overpromise, but I talked to him the other day. Yeah, um, my tiger fish friend. <laughs> I think we. Can, I think we can barter with him and his dad, and we can go down. We probably just, you know, we'll figure it out. But uh, we're gonna go. Yeah, that'd be so unreal. We're man. gonna go. Fucking sick. Yeah. Next year. Yeah, I. W- I was so happy for you guys. Yeah, and at the same time, insanely jealous. I know. We're it's like go. once, once, once. I, not, but mainly happy. I was like, man, I'm so stoked for these guys. Yeah. First of all, just to go on that trip, and then when Yilma got there and was like, hey, I think we can might have an opportunity to go fishing down here. I was like, what? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. Yes. And then, it's <laughs> like, no, Yilma, we're here for work. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I'll look away. Wait, he's a, he's a serious man, you know. Wait. I'm a businessman, yeah. I'm doing business. Wait a second. What? I just remembered. What? You weren't. You were. You were in Pennsylvania. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. At the same time. I might have been. Yeah. How was that? What's the deal there? Yeah, what were you fine. doing? It Who was, were you with? It was fine. Whatever. <laughs> no, it was crazy. We. Um, it was crazy because the same day you were on the river fishing for rainbows, wild wild bows. I was fishing for wild browns. Yeah. In uh, the state college area in Pennsylvania, first trip to Pennsylvania. Highly recommend. We've got to go there this summer mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, 100%. I was down there fishing with uh, a former guest of ours, Tim Camisa of yeah. Trout and Feather. Awesome dude. Yeah. I mean, we already knew that because of the podcast, but like getting to spend two days with him on the river and our good pal, David Adams. Yeah. Um, we drove down and it was, it was just a great, great time. Mm-hmm. Catch a ton of fish. Yeah. Again, the fish population just like there was, was huge. Like yeah. just so many fish per river mile, you know? Yeah, exactly. We were fishing Spring Creek, which is a spring creek. Yeah. It's hilarious. Like They just call it Spring Creek. I was creek. in State College, <laughs> Pennsylvania, which is where Penn State is, fishing a spring creek that was called Spring Creek. Pretty literal <laughs> I was like, with their names. I was like, hmm, Pennsylvania, yeah. straight to the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very literal. There. Yeah. Well, they're catching tons of fish. There's no time to be naming things. Yeah, no, yeah. The f- it was great. Like this, the... the their season wasn't fully open, but just like here, you know, some rivers stay open year-round, so we fish the year-round uh, sections of these rivers, and uh, 
after fishing the Spring Creek in Montana and one in Pennsylvania, I'm like, man, yeah. I'm pretty hooked on Spring Creeks. But yeah, we got down there, right? It's like April mm-hmm. first. Cold, like kind of cold. Kind of cold, right? And David and I are parking the car by the river and we're like a spot where Tim told us to access and yeah. wait for him kind of thing. Put on our waders and we're like, oh, I wonder where <laughs> we're going to fit. And then we're like looking at the water beside like our car basically. Yeah. And there's just like 10 to 20 rising fish. And I was like, what? I guess they're here. I guess they're right here. <laughs> and it's like, I'd say it's sight so fishing too. Insane. You could see there's so, so water was so clear. Yeah. And, and um, blue, right? Is blue or green? It Is was it like, well, green? it's like fine, like tan sand on the R- bottom. Oh, right, right. right. So right. like it kind of takes on that color. Yeah, yeah. But it's blue as well. Like it d- yeah. depends where, where we fished the little J and the little J was like blue, like blue, like sky blue. So you guys wow. were drying? You were dry flying? On the Spring Creek, yes. Yeah, it was a, a hatch of really, really small uh, blueing, blueing oh, olives. Oh, nice. Yeah, and uh, we were fishing blueing olives like CDC emergers. Yeah. <sighs> And just like banging fish. Well, it took a while to like get my get the leader formula down. Yeah, and then it was good. That's so right. Yeah, I started using like I've uh, been reading about uh, this is guy David Arcade, who's Spanish like world champ. Yeah, and he's got this pretty rad dry fly setup that like keeps you like insanely drag free. Oh really? Yeah, which in like that situation is yeah. so 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 necessary. I mean, it's always necessary to be drag free. But when the water's that slow and they have that much time to look at the fly, it's like... What is, what's the setup, dude? It's just like, it's a really long, it's almost like a Euro leader, like mm-hmm. a Euro nymph leader, but it's like a tapered down with not, like very fine maxima. Mm-hmm. And then you have to tip it up. So there's less drag on the, on mm-hmm. the surface of the water. Like, you know, you can imagine a fly line yeah. Yeah. versus leader, right? You're, you get more drag with a fly line. It's very right. thin diameter. <coughs> exactly. And just the way it like kind of casts, it naturally mends the line for you. And, mm-hmm. and so you don't have to mend right away. Mm-hmm. So you, 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 your window is longer. Oh, basically. wow. That's amazing. It's super cool. I, I would say it probably doesn't work in every situation. I'm sure it's, it's tougher in faster pocket water yeah, situations sure. or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Where you might need a more robust line, mm-hmm. but I haven't tried it in that situation. But I've now tried it twice in Montana and here, yeah. and it does make a huge difference. Wow. The only thing that it takes getting used to is hook sets because you have a long ass yeah. leader, yeah. and um, just you just have right to get over. better at maintaining contact. Yeah, exactly. Once you're like, wow, I'm super drag free, but then you don't have like a twenty foot leader yeah. to deal with that yeah. you're like. You have to make sure that's where the skill I think comes in is like main, managing that line on the water. Mm-hmm. But once you got that down, once we found the fly that it was working, it was like boom, boom, Done. boom, 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 yeah, boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And then uh, as the day went on and the hatch kind of stopped, like it was a hatch. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't like one or two was mayflies. It was like a cloud. A cloud. Proper. Yeah. Proper. Of BWOs. Oh, wow. A BWOs. Just like littering the water. And it was just like so many fish, just like boink, bing. So good. Bang, eh? boom, bing. It was, I love, uh, I love I, if you were told, yeah, exa- again, like, did I bring many dry flies? No. Mm-hmm. So went to a fly shop. There was a really awesome fly shop called TCO. Yeah. Awesome shop. Where's that? It's in the State College. State College. It, yeah. State yeah. College. We like stayed, uh, we stayed at a hotel in State College nice. and uh, yeah, fished the water out. Like it was like a 15 minute drive from our hotel to the, to the access point. It's so good. You know, it's kind of funny because eh? like, like we said, it's trout opener. Today is the first time we're going trout fishing in Southern Ontario. In a mere matter of minutes. In a matter of minutes, we're going to hit the river. And it's like, our trout season's kind of already started, like, in a really amazing way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
2019 yeah. trout fishing started with a trip to Pennsylvania and South Africa. Yeah. And just like massive success. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, yeah. Everybody I've met in Pennsylvania, Tim included, of course, super nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bumped into some guides that Tim knew on the river and nice people, really nice people chatted with them. They were like, Oh, we're so thrilled. You drove down here. We think this is a special place. And it obviously is. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's another, it's yet another special place in a, yeah. In a, world full of special places you know? i i've heard so much about pennsylvania being an amazing fishery and place to go your uncle's pretty yeah joe's a huge pennsylvania fan really yeah. i didn't know that. oh yeah oh, man, wow. are we huge. seeing him today you think he might be out there i'm sure i'm sure he's You'll definitely smell a cigar somewhere in the air yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if nothing else him and yeah. um joe caught the biggest brown trout i've seen in ontario ever last <laughs> opener yeah, that was gnarly. a year ago and today. he was telling me to he's like yoma cast right there i'm doing it i'm doing it and he goes watch me one cast Boom. 24 inch brand. <laughs> yeah, so sick. I'm not making that up because he yeah. actually had a tape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, straight up. But I love this. I, lo- I love people like that. They're, they're not, there's no rush. There's no like competition. It's like, no, Yoma, I'm here to teach you. Mitch, I'm here to show you. The guides, your uncle. And then if you don't do it, then they'll catch it for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, here, here's how you do it. They're yeah. just like, just get out of the way, you stupid idiot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's pretty much what he said. He was being so polite. 28-inch brown. Yeah. yeah. Not really. Yeah, like 42-inch brown. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, no, yeah, Pennsylvania no. was great. And also, um, remember, um, we've talked about him once before, um, the Alan from Ottawa, the guy that used to come into the flash. Oh, shop yeah, summer. Alan. He, he was a big pen guy, too. Yeah. He used to talk he, to me about Pennsylvania all the you time. You can see why it's special. Like, yeah. there's, and it's, it's cool because you're like, I didn't realize mm-hmm. what kind of geography Pennsylvania was. Like, yeah, it I looks a no lot idea. like Ontario. It looks a lot like Ontario until you start getting into the interior, which is like. And then how's it changed? And it's uh, like there's a lot of elevation. It's almost mm. like in the way like driving through Gatineau Park or something. Like yeah. You get up to 2,000 feet of elevation oh. and then come back down and like there's lots of rolling hills and like oh, wow. it's really pretty. That's cool. In a, it's not Montana, mm-hmm. but in a weird way, it felt Montana-esque. Yeah. It was like if well, there such were, a good trout fishery, right? It's just like a bunch of people that love that love fly, fly fishing, fishing and in a, in amongst a, all these amazing rivers because it's like like you talk about montana how people there like live for fly fishing yeah i, I think penn is pennsylvania's like that too not to the same extent but definitely same vibes like not concentrated in the town but yeah at penn state you can get a degree in fly fishing yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> which is insane which yeah. is insane <laughs> does rob have one of those Oh, no, we're not. Rob, Rob went to guide school in Montana. Uh, okay. But Penn, Penn State like has, that's you can amazing. get a degree in fly fishing, like take entomology class and stuff. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's insane. No, it's amazing. So cool. Man. And yeah, they're, uh, no, they're, it's really cool. We went, there's a, there was a hatchery, there's a hatchery on Spring Creek. Yeah. Even though the browns are all wild, they, um, they use that clean water to, you know, raise really beautiful fish. Um, and it was just cool. I've never, it, you, you can get, you can, you know, the, the guy let us walk along the, the pens mm-hmm. and it's hilarious. You wave your hand over the pen and they think it's feeding time and they all just start jumping out of the water because they think That's you're like cool. going to throw pellets in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. I've never been that close to a hatchery before. Like I've seen hatcheries, mm-hmm. but I've never got to actually walk Go amongst the pens and stuff. See the and fish. then, oh, we've actually one section of the Spring Creek. Last thing I think I'll talk about is, uh, there's a place called Fisherman's Paradise. Okay. It's actually called Fisherman's Paradise. Love it. Um, I think it used to at one time be like a pay-to-play kind of place. Okay. And it was like stocked to the tits with with trout, but now it's all naturalized <laughs> wild fish. Uh-huh. Um, oh. But there are special rules in Fisherman's Paradise. You cannot wade. 
Oh, oh. to disrupt Which the bottom. Which is really, the really cool. Yeah, and, that's interesting. And uh, and that was cool. There were a lot, as you can imagine, a lot of fish in Fisher Fisherman's Paradise, but uh, tough to catch because obviously you're only fishing from one side of the river. Yeah, and um, and these fish see people uh, like and fly, yeah. and flies very often. Yeah, so super selective, but uh, you know. Big hats off to Tim because he knew, you know, what flies to be using. He told us what yeah. to tie. We brought all of our tying stuff. We started tying some flies down there with Tim, which was, that was a cool experience in the hotel room. Yeah. Tim's a, I mean, we all knew he was an awesome tire. It's fun to be able to sit it's down. It's fun to be able to sit that, sit down and, and watch like a, tie know, through somebody some flies. who does that every yeah. single day and like, te- like, yeah. you know, and do it together. Has too. made that part of his career. Yeah. Plus he's a teacher, right? Like, yeah, it's just, yeah, and you know, especially I know David's yeah. thought it was pretty special because you know David just started fishing, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know that was massively helpful for him. It was mm-hmm. a cool, it was cool. I was like watching him tie. I was like, woo. Yeah. Plus, also you get different perspectives too. I was like, oh, I never thought about that. Or mm-hmm. yeah, little tips and tricks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Factor fishy. Whoa, Yoma's new segment. Yoma's new segment. Factor. Oh, we fishy. should get uh, music? music for. We this. should. Yeah. Fact or fishy. Fact or fishy. Fact or fishy with you and me. Hey. Hello. I everyone. could cut that and that could just be the music. <laughs> <laughs> I could just cut that out. Yeah, just me and Finch sure. singing. Yeah. Yelma, fact or fishy. Take it away, baby. Brought to you by Fish Brain. All right. <laughs> Fish Brain and 40 right, Creek right. Whiskey. And 40 Creek Whiskey. So, fact or fishy. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yelma, I don't want to see it. Turn your laptop. Well, it doesn't say fact or fishy on this. It's just three stories. Oh, okay. Yeah. Flying around the stream in the late evening. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's the premise here? What's the factor fishy premise? What do you mean? Like, the what's the, the... Yeah, it was a segment. Uh, well, I it's mean... It's still a new segment. So it's still... You got to explain the segment. You know, these people knew. These people, just these people Describe knew. it for us. So okay, that. well, this is factor fishy where we talk about... Well, I talk about um, fishing stories and I say, I don't know, two to, th- two to four um, fishing stories that are false or true and the team or the people who we are um, interviewing has to guess... Whether it's, whether it's true, true or, or false, false, whether it's fact or whether fishy. Whether it's fact or fishy. Uh, um, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, and uh, I guess I guess today's theme could be around like night fishing because I have two night fishing stories. You know, Ooh. But whatever. Um, but yeah, that's our segment. This, this is the segment. This is, uh, this is your segment. This is my segment. I've never had a segment before. Never had a podcast before. Never had friends before. Okay. <laughs> It's getting so dark. <laughs> Never had a dog before. All right. First one. Fact or fishy. This is a fishing story. Um, fact or fishy. Flying around the stream in the late evening and feasting on um, the same insects as a trout the fishermen were trying to catch. Um, every once in a while, a bat mistakes an angler's fly for the real deal. This gentleman casted his fly in the air at nighttime and, was, and caught a bat. True. Fact or fishy. Fact. Fact. I've heard that happening tons of times. My cousin caught one one time on a spoon. What? Yeah. Okay, explain this. He was uh, he was using a spoon fishing like a river at night, and a bat comes down and goes like into the water and like snipes a spoon and and flies off. He's like, oh shit. Oh, he was, was able to take it out, and the bat was totally fine. But it was like, it was, like <laughs> in its mouth. Yeah. Oh my god, that yeah. sounds yeah. stressful. He got it out, and it was how totally fine. How big was fine. the spoon? And how big was this bat? I feel oh, he was a trout spoon. It was a. Oh, was it, it was little meps. Well, it was actually he was using a red devil. Oh, but it was whoa. tiny. Yeah, it was tiny. Red devil for trout. Yeah, like a small one. It was. It was a long time ago. Oh, long wow. pajamas. But it was the bat was fine. 
Cool. Well, uh, this is fact, of course, yeah. and uh, the bat survived. Okay, good. So all good. Was things. this just Mitch's story? No, I actually. <laughs> 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 I'll dive a little deeper on these stories next sec- next time. That's all right. <laughs> uh, fact or fishy? Uh, fact or Twenty. Fishy. In 20 years of fishing the upper Brazos River in Texas, Shane Davies of River Run Guide Service has earned a reputation for for using unreal baits to catch big bass. But he topped himself on a recent outing, landing a 10-pound largemouth with, of all things, a rattlesnake. Fact. I'm going to just like the detail in the story. Like I'm going to say it's fact because it's like there's the name of an outfitting service. So wait, he chopped (laughs) up a rattlesnake and no, he used the whole snake. He either put it on a hook. Yep. Like a real snake. One one hook or multiple hooks. Uh, I'm not sure. Poor. That would be gnarly. (laughs) Imagine trying to try to hook a rattlesnake. But I damn yeah, the level of detail. Well, I write like that. I'd be surprised if you New invented a, a guiding or, service called River Run Outfitting. Why? We I just would be. You might have. Together. Look at the brilliant ideas you, you might have. You, come you up might have made this up. But I mean, I'd just be impressed. Fact. I'd just be impressed. I'm going to say this is a fact. It's a fact. Okay. <laughs> Last one. But I'm guys. more interested in how you, he rigged yeah. the rattlesnake. Yeah. Like, did he chop it into little? There was there was more to the story. I just didn't read into it. Poor rattlesnake. <laughs> yeah. She's a wheeze. Yeah. Papa yeah, cheese. Fuck a snake. Yeah, no, you know, no, no, like, no, I mean, no, no, still no, 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 no. I love creatures snakes. of on, this man. planet. I know, but like, whatever. What? <laughs> no, but like, no. I feel oh, so, yeah, I, you guys love rattlesnakes. I yeah, do. you guys just love rattlesnakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't wait snakes. to run into a rattlesnake. Well, you know what? I don't want to run into one, but I also <laughs> don't want to like impale it on a hook. I feel bad, you know. Well, I'm not gonna do that either. Well, it sounds like you are, and that's what you want to do. No, I'm just. I don't really care. Guys, I want to go fishing. Can I do the, the third one, please? You want to go fishing with what? Like now? Oh, he wants to go fishing with rattlesnakes. Savage. Okay, well, just for everybody at home, like these could all be fact. They could all be fishy. So yeah. it's like there's no set number. So it's like this third one, we have no idea what we're getting. So didn't do. But I kind of feel like <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Yoma. I'll get better at this later. Uh, <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> uh, okay, so three friends went fishing at night. Fishy. <laughs> 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 no, it's a story. It's a story. Going. Oh, I don't want to say. Keep it. going. Keep going. Keep going. It, what if it is fact? It might be. It might be. That's why we need to hear it. Brown trout night fishing. Uh, they were casting mice after Fishy. mice after mice and nothing. 10 p.m. rolls around and one of the friends decides to have one last cast before wrapping up. All of a sudden, a rattlesnake. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> he feels it. T- you know what? This is this is not why people listen to us. Okay, a rattlesnake. <laughs> He feels a tug. He then sets the hook for a fight of his life. After 10 minutes of fighting, everything goes silent. No insect noises, nothing. No birds chirping, no bats. Okay. Nothing. Wow. Everything's just silent. Crazy detail. As the boys looked at each other um, under the moonlight, they heard a roar that vibrated the ground beneath them. <laughs> they ran for their <laughs> lives in terror. The next morning, Jesus. they went back to the same spot to grab their gear, and they saw Prince of a Mountain Lion. Fact or fishy. Prince of a Mountain Lion? Yeah. The, that shook the earth? No, that ate the fish off the off the thing, man. Like, the, yeah, roar, brar. Oh, I guess I wasn't really following. Yeah. So the thing is, he go back two sentences. So wait, he casted his line out, felt a tug, and oh, it was the mountain lion on the on the thing. Whoa, he caught a mountain lion. No, well, the mountain lion ate his brown trout. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna say fact. 
fishy. I'm gonna say fact. You're just doing that to because you're a nice guy. What? What do you mean? No, this fishy sounds, as fuck. <laughs> this sounds super <laughs> factual. I mean, it could could happen. It could happen. Especially at night, you know, splishy, splashy brown trout. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if this did happen? So what is it? You know, it'd be crazy. You know, it'd be cool. You, if- you wrote that story. Yeah. Great writing, man. Honestly, I have to say, like, that was really. No, that was good. That was good. But you know, what would be cool is imagine if one of these stories that you just made up out of thin air, somebody calls in and is like, no, actually, that did. That happened to me. Oh, like, cool. I think that would be that. so rad. Imagine if somebody calls up or emails us and yeah. is like, you at know, the what? gmail.com. Yeah. At the soulflycrew at gmail.com or and DMs us on Instagram at the soulflycrew. Yeah. Or if they go to soulfly.ca. Yeah, and send us an email through the email submission, or if they go to Facebook at just the SoFly Crew. <laughs> yeah, or if they find us on I don't know Spotify or iTunes at the SoFly Fishing Podcast or SoundCloud, or just come to Drift, or just come out to the river, or hit us up when we're in town. Yeah, and they say that happened to me. Yeah, they'll be like a a mountain lion ate my brown trout, and I was using a rattlesnake bait. That would be insane. And I was using a rattlesnake. <laughs> yeah, bait, yeah, and I was using rattlesnake, and it was in southern Ontario. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Well, we have that was a great factor fishy. Yeah. Do we have outro music? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Well, it would be probably the same as the. You other mean one. fact or fishy? With Yoma Campbell. Uh, Boom. Whoa. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> good factor fishy, Yoma. Good one. Uh, thanks, guys. I'm new favorite part of the podcast yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, I uh, keep digging. You know what? And um, be more prepared. Keep you know, no, 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 stuff. it's good. I like, no, I had to be more prepared. I think it's just, I, we can clearly tell when you wrote the story. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, well, partly because the other two, like, I know. <laughs> Guiding service. Well, yeah. 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 Okay. I was impressed. I was like, whoa, if, did he make this up? Because, like, I would have been really impressed. But now you know the level yeah, of, like, I impressive. Do. Like, I'll be like, wow. But also, I could see your screen in the reflection <laughs> and your story, the type was bigger. Than the other two, so I was like, "Oh, oh, well. he copied and pasted the yeah. other." <laughs> <laughs> so it was just kind of obvious. But we'll get better at this stuff, you know. Like this, this segment's amazing, you know. And and um, you know what you could do too, Yelma? You should get listeners to send you a factor fish. Yeah, I was just Yo, thinking about it. How would they do that, Mitch? Listeners, if you're listening, make up a story or find a real one and send it to send the link to us or just send the story to us at thesoflycrew at gmail or on Instagram at the SoFly crew and uh, Yilma I won't see it Aldo won't see it Yilma will be the only one that sees it and put it in the oh wait maybe in the subject put attention attention Yilma, Yilma and we won't read it colon factor fishy cool. we won't read it Yilma will get it and he'll put it into the segment and this that will be oh that's fun because gosh yeah. darn that'll be really fun his All right, uh, mountain it. lion stuff I <laughs> think good. Use no, a it, hand. Yeah. it was great it was great but yes it could. I, a thunderous roar <laughs> shook the earth <laughs> I know it's so literary yeah I know <laughs> so yeah do that write, write, write a, either a fact or a fake one send it to Yoma he'll put it into the segment and um, awesome yeah I, I read Old Man in the Sea last night so that's probably why I'm writing this way did you wow you could read. There's, I actually read that a, story that, three times. Wow, three times. There's a yeah. factor fishy. That did not happen last night. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that did not happen last night. I got yeah. drunk on my, by myself with a bottle of wine. Okay, fishy. well, we didn't have to do that. That's fishy. <laughs> um, I want to say also thanks to Forty Creek. Um, I got a little flask for today. Yeah, I got a little flask. I, I think we all have some flasks to yeah. keep us warm because it is only eight degrees. Well, and also just to celebrate when we catch a trout, you know, a little mm-hmm. sip of 40. And, uh, I think more or less celebration. I don't like drinking on the river. You that's know why? Uh, why? Because it thins my blood out and I get colder. Okay. Well, it's but also a celebration like, for sure. Just a little celebration a little with Forty Creek, Catch you know, great Canadian uh, rye whiskey, you know. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Copper pot still. Love you, Fort Creek. Yeah, Copper Pot still is good. And uh, Fish Brain, too. Thanks to Fish Brain. Check out it out. Um, check out the app. Check out the uh, show notes for the discount 25% off Fish Brain. So fly, capital S, capital F, no spaces, 25. 25. So, so fly, fly 25. 25. Mm-hmm. Get 25% off a f- subscription with Fish Brain. I know we're going to try that out today for sure. Yeah, oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, yeah, check it out. Um, cool. Well, well, oh, oh. I just wanted to say that was really fun talking about those that trip. I, yep. I I'm so I like I I I I I do actually want to just say how <laughs> thrilled I was yeah. for you guys. Like for I remember just being like, okay, these guys are going to Africa. Yeah. And then when Neil was like, I, I just, I'm so happy for you guys. I was like, it was such a nice moment. I'm yeah. like just watching those pictures come in. I'm like, man, how cool is this? Yeah. And thank you, lovely. And incredible and amazing producer Sam Benson for hooking that up. And, and I guess thanks to Rich and what is it? Upstream angling? And thanks to fly Rich fishing. and upstream fly fishing. Upstream fly for fishing. For taking us yeah. out. In Cape Town. Highly recommended. Yeah, absolutely. Highly, highly recommended. So it's, it, sorry, uh, one last thing about upstream. It's mm-hmm. a shop as well as an outfitter. Yep, that's correct. I guess those are two of the, two, two the same things. The same. It's yeah, a guide service and an outfitter. It's a shop and they do guiding, yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Saltwater and freshwater. Yeah, check out their site. We'll put their site in the show notes too. Um, that's awesome. And... Uh, Hopefully today we see you guys on the river. We'll be out there. So yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll happy opener, happy Ontario. Opener. Uh, 2019. Yep. Well, for B, Aldo. Uh, bye, bye, uh, bye-bye. And this is Yoma signing off. And that's it for me, Mitch. Thank you so much for listening. And happy tread opener. I think I could get this coffee cup in the garbage can. There's a bit of coffee in it still. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I so badly. <laughs> it's coffee everywhere. <laughs>